W, the Water Walker Warrior, coming to you from WFNK Radio and simulcasted on to Hot316Radio.com. want to say thank you to all of everybody who's been listening. If you've been lending your ear to the show, I hope you heard something that encouraged, inspired, or challenged you to be more kingdom-minded. And I want to say thank you to all the DJs, all the artists, all the labels, everybody who make this show possible. Without you, we wouldn't have a show. And um, I'm truly, truly grateful. Thank you to Jesus for making this all possible also. And all the people behind the scenes, shout out to all the other DJs right here on WFNK Radio. Make sure you keep the browser locked for for Faith and Fashion 360 with Brianna Ofasu coming up next, coming up right now, right after this song. And um, so I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to let this last song play. And I figured I would bring one of the veterans, the the godfather, the, the, the professor to the show. This is the ambassador. Bring you out featuring Melissa T. I'm DJ3W signing off. I hope something stirred up in you to be more kingdom minded. Until next time, grace and peace. Melissa T. Sing that thing, girl. Sing that thing, girl. Come on. National Station from around the way. WFNK all day. May we have your attention because let me tell you about a man who knows all of my flaws but still loves me. Let me introduce you to this man. If you're not too busy, do you have a minute to listen? Another the one who can replace all that's missing. I can't really put it in the words, but that's just, just something about me. I don't know everything, but I know this. Your urban international station from around the way. WFNK all day. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't determine who stands at trial. When you don't vote, you don't get to sit in the jury and determine the fate of those in trial. When you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't get to help determine the judge that sits on the bench. Ourselves from being part of love.
circling the playing field of justice in the United States States of America. Hey, this is your girl, Marette Brown-Clark. I like this show. You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 with my girl, Brianna. Spotify to qualify a spot on his side. I cannot modify, ratify. My mama made me apple pies, lullabies, and alibis. The book don't end with Malachi. Devil will win employee of the month by the dozen to one score in three years from the third when he doesn't. My village raised him a child, come through the crib and it's busting. You meet anyone from my city, they gonna say that we cousins. Shabak, Barack, edify. Electrify the enemy like Hedwig till he petrified.
die. Any petty Peter Pettigrew could get the pesticide. 79, 79. I don't believe in science. I believe in signs. Don't believe in signing. I see dollar signs. Color white, color crime. Good God, the gift of freedom. Hosanna Santa invoked and woke up slaves from Southampton to Chatham Manor. My dream girls behind me feel like I'm James Early. The type of worship make Jesus come back a day early. With the faith of a pumpkin, see size mustard seed here. For I will speak noble things as entrusted me. Only righteous, I might just shrug at the skullduggery. I couldn't stand to see another rapper lose custody. Exalt, exalt, glorify. Descend upon the earth with swords and fortify the borders where your shortest lies. I used to hide from God. Duck down in the slums like shh. I was lost in the jungle like Simba after the death of Mufasa. No hog, no meerkat. Hakuna Matata by day, but I spent my nighttime fighting with tears back. I prayed and prayed and left messages, but never got no hair back. Or so it seemed. A mustard seed was all I needed to sow a dream. I built the ark to gently, gently roll my boat down no stream. Sometimes the path I took to reach my petty goals was so extreme. I was so far down in the mud, couldn't even let my light shine. But was always there when I needed the phone. A friend or use a lifeline. From a lofty height, we wage war on the pole. The guys with the exalted Christ. Spark the dark with a pulse of light Strike a corpse with a pulse of life I spit on the title as tidal waves I spit on the apple and kill a worm A fire in Cali and swallow a valley For every African village burn J-Elect would have never made it Oh, son of man, oh, son of man Who was the angel in Revelations With a foot on water and a foot on land Who was the angel that wrote a Harley From the project to the House of Parliament And opened the book in the devil's chamber And put the true name of the Lord on it Old Jerusalem, New Jerusalem Comes like this beast with a ball of fire They poisoned the scriptures And gave us the pictures of false messiahs It was all a lie Mystery Babylon, tell down, Satan's establishment crumbling down. This is the year that I come for the crown. Bury my enemies under the ground. Happy Sunday, everybody, and welcome back to Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So it is a new season. It is getting more cold and crisp outside. Some of us have turned our heat on uh, long ago, myself included, because your girl gets cold, um, and it is what it is. But, you know, we are pulling out the sweaters. We are pulling out the tea, and it is flu season. So I have a couple of tips and tricks on how we can remain healthy in body and soul this season. Um, I'm going to be talking about Miss Issa Rae who talks a little bit about friendship breakups when it's nobody's fault. Um, I've been talking here a lot about boundaries, about how to speak truth to the people that you care about in order to um, have more wholesome relationships and have more fulfilling relationships. Um, But sometimes, you know, people are just kind of in our lives for a season and then they move on and, um, I, for one, definitely have some issues with letting people go, especially if um, they've been around for a long period of time, if they've been around for significant milestones and periods in my life. And, um, you know, I find that I've had a couple of friendships expire, just, you know, organically expire just because they've served their purpose in my life. I've served my purpose in, in their life and it's nobody's fault. And there were things that just you know we're not meant to be around for a lifetime um so she talks a little bit about friendships you know friendship breakups when it's no one's fault um Ms. Taraji B. Henson is going to be hosting a new mental health show um that is you know has been near and dear to her heart um she has been very vocal and at the forefront of um issues concerning black mental health Um, as it concerns to a lot of our communities, because this is something that we continue to 
not do ourselves a, a great service on, um, as we know, black mental health therapy within the black community there's their taboo subjects um second to that of you know sex and religion and it's definitely time for us to get more educated on why these things are important to make sure that they are a priority for us. Um, so she's going to be hosting um, a mental health show. So I'll tell you guys a little bit about that. Um, I'm also going to be talking about Mr. Colin Kaepernick, who landed a Snapchat docuseries about his protest against racial inequality. Gabrielle Union was on, um, had a, an interview with Marie Claire and she spoke about speaking her truth to power. Um, as you know, some of us may know, she parted ways with America's Got Talent. I want to say it was either at the end of last year or early this year. I honestly, I feel like 2020 has been so long. I can't even tell you. I, I feel like we're in month 79 sometimes. So I believe that it was at the end of 2019, um, she parted ways with America's Got Talent, and at first, you know, it, it was kind of a, a quiet split, but it got a little bit louder because people just, you know, could not mind the business that pays them. Um, her and Terry Crews went back and forth a little bit um, because she was, you know, kind of vocal about the the racial disparities in the way that she was treated on the, the set of the show versus Terry Crews coming on and, and writing tweets basically saying that it was the best experience of his life and yada yada. Um, you know how we feel about Terry Crews. <laughs> We're going to keep praying for him. Um, so she speaks about how it is important to speak, speak your truth and speak against power and speak, you know, to those who may not agree with you, speak to those who are above you, because it is um, definitely more gratifying at the end. And I had actually seen this tweet a couple of days ago that basically said that, um, you know, we always talk about being the bigger person and we always talk about, you know, um, turning a blind eye or not even turning a blind eye, but just turning the other cheek to um, people when they've done us wrong, when they've disserved us, when they've backstabbed us, when they've done things to us. And there was a tweet that said that doing that is actually a trauma response and it does more harm than good because you are literally... Um, you're stifling what it is that you're feeling and you're stifling how you feel about things. And I think that, um, you know, in some ways that is true because I think, you know, we look at, again, having those conversations, having those conversations, um, as, as a negative experience and things that may be riddled with more conflict than good. And that is where, we do ourselves a disservice because we feel like, okay, well, I'm just going to turn the other cheek or I'm just not going to say anything because this is just going to turn into, you know, more of a situation than it needs to. But if we're able to do things that way, um, it's healthy for both parties. We won't feel like we need to stifle um, what is what is true to us and how we feel about things. Um, and last but not least, Serena Williams says that she is underpaid, undervalued as a black female tennis star. And she adds, I like who I am and how I look. So we'll be talking about that as well as some immune boosting hacks. Um, 
as well as some habits that are wasting your time. Again, as we move into a new season, we are trying to cultivate our passions, make sure that they are working for us. We are in the final quarter of the year, and we want to make sure that we are having that $100,000 year. We are birthing that podcast. We are doing all of the things that we set out to do in the midst of COVID and in the midst of the pandemic. Um, So I'll give you some tips that are wasting your time and some ways that you can be more productive while you are in the house as well as some superfoods that every woman should eat on the regular. So we're going to have a healthy and wholesome show here at Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back. Wish I could have found the words to say Wish I could have given what you gave Cause we could have loved, we could have been something not if I'm broken and I know that you love me but I don't think I'm ready found me in a bottle oh I thought I needed someone I could run to This is DJ Keith Bowen, and you're listening to WFNK Radio. I want to be Molo, we'll be honest, we'll be closer to God. I want to be Molo, we'll be honest, we'll be closer to God. Yeah, like it's so lonely and narrow, lonely and hard. It's so low and they go close your heart. I want to be Molo, we'll be honest, we'll be closer to God. I want to be Molo, we'll be honest, we'll be closer to God. Yeah, like it's so lonely and narrow, lonely and hard. Living in so I just wanna be like you. I'ma show you now I'm in love with you. 
I've been looking around when it might be me. Still, I wanna be who be like you. Now, I want to think my light blue. They looking around when it might be me. Still, I wanna be who be like you. Ain't no telling now what I might do. Looking around when it might be me. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosa, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So first up, Miss Gabrielle Union speaks on the moment she knew she had to speak truth to power. As part of Marie Claire's Power on Virtual Summit, actress Gabrielle Union sat down for a live conversation with journalist Lola Ugunike. Um, during the discussion, she opened up about her experiences as a black woman and how she's fighting back by speaking truth to power. She said that she's done staying silent about issues that matter. Um, She spoke about her commitment to using her voice in impactful ways. And, um, you know, she talked about how, you know, turning 40 kind of changed her her perspective on things and how she is continuing to become her authentic self. Um, So on how turning 40 changed her perspective, she said, you know, by the time I turned 40, I realized that I had been so paralyzed by the fear of public humiliation Lord, humiliation, the fear of scarcity, and the fear of failure that I became the most inauthentic version of myself. And there's nothing that the world can do to me that life hasn't already handed me. Um, And this was so important to me as somebody who, I'm going to be 30 in a couple months, y'all. Help me. Um, But I'm going to be 30. And, you know, I find that... um, when I was in my undergrad days, we talk a lot about this transitional period of 18 to 25 for people where, you know, um, for, for some of us, like we're at the top of our game, but for most of us, we're trying, we're still trying to figure out our place. We're still trying to figure out our voice. We're still trying to figure out how confident we're going to be to figure out, um, what we're not going to accept in our lives what we're not going to accept from other people and in our environment and for some of us we we fail at it you know we fail at it multiple times we fail at it you know in college we fail at it in jobs we fail at it in romantic and platonic relationships um and you know we find that when you get to the other side of that when you finally 
get it when you finally understand okay this is who I'm going to be these are the boundaries that I'm going to set this is my voice um you kind of look back and you're like you know I don't even know why I was so hesitant to do this in the first place but for a lot of us we've been taught different things about what is acceptable what can happen what we should do what we shouldn't be doing and um you know I thought that this was interesting when she said by the time I turned 40 I realized that I had been so conditioned to be quiet to set these unhealthy boundaries that did nothing for me to um you know feel like I'm, I'm a failure for certain things that I had a mask on And a lot of the times that is literally what we're doing. We're walking around, we're numb to um, certain experiences because we are not willing to be authentic. Um, And then she went on on about being her authentic self. And she says, I'm going to go ahead and empty how much I care about how much people think about me, about people's opinions, about what, you know, people say I should and should not do. No one can take anything away from me at this point but my soul, and I'm the only one that is the keeper of that. So when I emptied this basket of... (laughs) This is not Faith and Fashion 360 approved, but basically what she said, when I emptied this basket of opinions, this basket of other people's morals, I said, I'm going to always speak truth to power. I'm always going to lead from the front and I will always use myself as an example because if not me, then who? And I'd rather be this authentic whole self and take some blows than a shell of myself and have hollow victories. Um, Amen. Amen. And I think that it's so important for a lot of us who are um, in a position where we influence other people and when we're in a position where we, um, you know, are maybe ministering to youth or, you know, in a position where she's in, that she's an influencer, that she's an actress, where she, you know, the things that she does or does not do influences people to do or not to do those things and we can look at it as being a lot of pressure we can look at it as being um you know me being forced to live this life but I think in the end it's something that does a service for us as well one of the things that I say all the time ministry is such a healing thing to me personally because there are things that I say it's 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 crazy because um A lot of the times we are not able to treat ourselves as kindly as we are telling other people to do. So I'm able to dish it out and I'm able to give that advice to somebody, but it takes me a second to um, do that for myself. It takes me a second to stand up for myself, even if it's a millisecond more, um, because what you're not going to do, you know, Brianna at 29 is different than Brianna at 25, but um, it's, it's difficult for us. Nine times out of ten, it's hard for us to to be as kind to ourselves as we want other people to be kind. So I find that, you know, when I'm telling somebody this, even even right now, as I'm telling you to um, to be authentic and, and to speak your truth and to, to speak that confidently, that's just a reminder to myself that that's something that I need to do. Um, so she also talked about the importance of speaking out as a black woman. The longer that we stay silent, the longer we are complicit in our own pain and trauma, 
And so if you want something different, you have to do something different. You have to actually be willing to speak up, stick your neck out, and co-sign. I recognize that we are not all built to lead from the front, but there's other ways you can contribute to the fight. You can stand beside someone. You can amplify a message. You can anonymously confirm what you've witnessed because otherwise people are going to think that everything is working and you're a-okay, which we're not. And that's one of the things that she definitely did as she walked away from America's Got Talent. Um, on the outside looking in, this is a huge opportunity. This is something for her where, you know, I think a lot of people know that Gabrielle Union has, you know, been... I wouldn't even say struggling, but she had been typecast in a lot of different roles. So her career wasn't like, you know, at at the tippy top and, and Emmy worthy and where she wanted it to be. So on the outside looking in, America's Got Talent is, you know, this could be her big break. So why would you walk away from that? But as someone who now knows what is worth her time and what she is going to stand for and what she's not going to stand for. She was like, this, this was just another thing. And it was easy for her to walk away from that. Um, so we're here at Faith and Fashion 360. When we come back, I'm going to talk about Miss Taraji P. Henson's um, mental health show that she is going to be hosting. She's been very, very vocal. And I have truly appreciated that because again, this is something that we skirt past so much. And I I was going to say I almost feel like I'm beating a dead horse. This is not a dead horse. And I think that, you know, the more we have those conversations, the better it's going to be for us as black people within our communities, because it's important for us to know that these are services and resources that are available to us as well. It's not just an upper middle class thing it's not just you know um for Caucasians it's not just for people who have been educated on it it's never too late um and we have you know been conditioned that we don't need to do these things we don't need to serve ourselves mentally we don't need to have a date with ourselves and make sure that we are a okay on the inside and on the outside so I'll talk a little bit about the um, mental health show that she is going to be hosting I'm really excited for it Um, so you're here with me at faith and fashion 360 get into some music and we'll be right back
fight the world, I fight you, I fight myself. I fight God, just tell me how many burdens left. I fight pain and hurricanes, today I wept. I'm trying to fight back tears, flood on my doorsteps. Life in living hell, puddles of blood in the street. Shooters on top of the building, government aid ain't relief. Earthquake, the body drop, the ground breaks. The poor run with smoke lungs and scarred face. Who need a hero? Hero. Need a hero, look in the mirror, there go your hero. Who on the front lines at ground zero? Hero. My heart don't skip a beat, even when hard times bumps the needle. Mass destruction and mass corruption, the souls are suffering men. Clutching on deaf ears again, rapture is coming. It's all a prophecy, and if I gotta be sacrificed for the greater good, then that's what it gotta you be. Fashion 360 with Brianna Ofosu. All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Ofosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So Taraji P. Henson is hosting a new mental health show, and she says, this is an issue that is near and dear to my heart. With controversial presidential elections around the corner, a re-spark of civil unrest and racial tension, all while in the middle of the pandemic, Taraji P. Henson's newest endeavor, endeavor couldn't come 
at a more prominent time. Peace of Mind with Taraji is going to be with Taraji P. Henson and co-hosted by the actress's longtime best friend, Tracy Jade. It's going to shine a light on and spotlight the challenging mental health issues facing us today, particularly of those in the Black community. According to reports, the show will be housed on Facebook Watch and new content will air multiple times throughout the week. Each episode is said to feature interviews with celebrities, mental health experts, and everyday people to provide support, bring awareness, and help eliminate the stigmas of mental health issues. Um, The subject, subject of mental health has been pushed to the forefront lately, especially as we have seen um, you know, kind of the breakdown and functioning of people like Kanye West, um, Tamar Jack uh, Braxton dealing with mental health issues. And, you know, they've been um, they've been played out for entertainment purposes, which is one thing that I find is so sad because, you know, I think a lot of the times we'll say that's so sad somebody needs to help them and we don't realize how much of a disservice now for for Kanye West specifically I had seen um you know somebody (laughs) she posted a series of videos that definitely was going to um touch a nerve if you will and basically what what she had says I think I don't remember who it was I know she was she was on like some reality tv show I'm not familiar with her, but what she had said was the Kardashians do not give a crap about Kanye West. And it's unfortunate because you have this person who has almost, you know, for lack of a better term, kind of crossed lines, if you will. So Kanye West is from Chicago. He's from a poor area. He's grown up around black people. So he's grown up thinking that, you know, mental health is, is, is not a big thing. Rehab is not a big thing. Therapy is not a big thing. And you go and you're around people who have grown up thinking just the opposite. They've gone to fair and family therapy. They have gone to individual therapy. They have, you know, they've done it all because nobody told them that there was anything wrong with this. So you have this this melding of um, thought as far as therapy, as far as mental health is concerned. And a lot of the times what we see play out is, you know, Kanye West is on Twitter pretty much using us as his sounding board and using us as his therapy where, you know, they may be trying to to get him the help that he needs. But because of this way that I was taught, I don't I don't need this help. Or I might begrudgingly go and it's not doing me a service because I haven't I'm, my heart is not open to it. Um, so we see the tweets and we might snicker and laugh at them, but it's like we, we kind of need help. He, he definitely needs help. And you wonder if he was surrounded um, by people that look like him, if he would even have gotten that semblance of help. And it's unfortunate to think that way. But, you know, it's it's something that we definitely, you know, must do better on. So in a statement, Taraji P. Henson addressed her upcoming show that's going to begin production later this year. She said, I've long been a mental health advocate for the black community and created the Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation in 2018 that has provided resources to thousands of people who are struggling. I'm looking forward to bringing this new talk show series to Facebook Watch 
where I can continue to create conversation around an issue that is near and dear to my heart. 13.4% of the African-American population in the U.S. um, have a mental illness that was reported in the past year. Many cases go unreported and more importantly, untreated. Um, So we've heard, you know, we know the conversation where it's like, yeah, he's a little touched or something going on with him. But there are things that we just, you know, that's just it. We'll have a conversation. Well, it'll it'll be mentioned, but that's all. You know that there might be something going on with Lil Ray Ray. You know that he may not deal with reality um, in ways that we all deal with reality. You can see that your niece deals with homework in maladaptive ways she gets very anxious um and then that turns into acting out i mean the ways that we have been um the the ways that some of this stuff has gone untreated it really is mind-blowing because then it's diagnosed as adhd or it's diagnosed as behavior problems or you know you're you're put into a special class because nobody said okay let's get you some help And who knows if the longer we continue to have these conversations, the less we can have our black kids in special classes, unless they're advanced, um, and the less we can have our black kids in juvenile detention centers because nobody was paying attention or they didn't have the resources or they didn't know that the resources existed. Come on. I'm just saying, I think that, you know, this is something that's super important because we don't know who we can help and how much this can help generations to come. Um, You know, Taraji began her nonprofit organization in honor of her father, who also suffered from mental health issues stemming from experiences in the Vietnam War. Um, You know, and she had had gone on to post... um, a post in 2020 on Instagram offering virtual therapy sessions for black men. And I think that this is really going to be a fantastic experience. You know, we, we've got the red table talk on Facebook. Let me tell you, Facebook watch is a godsend. It definitely works for my attention span. Cause I don't, I don't have one. My husband laughs at me all the time. He's like, I don't know how you have this many degrees. I'm like, I don't know either. Like 20 minutes, not even 20 minutes after like 12 minutes. I'm like, all right, I'm like going in and out. So, you know, I like Facebook watch for just like the little blurbs of information that they, that they provide. Um, and I think that this is going to be a really good platform because we are in a social media age. So I think that, you know, she definitely has that market on lock. I cannot wait to watch it. I think that it is going to be helpful and I think that it is going to be fantastic to giving some of us that information so that we can provide that information to someone else. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. When we come back, I'm going to be talking about Miss Issa Rae who speaks on navigating friendship breakups when it's nobody's fault. So get into some music and we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. 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 In my time I've traveled some roads 
Ron Clark, I like this show. You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 with my girl Brianna. Sing hallelujah, oh my soul. Sing hallelujah, oh my soul. Sing hallelujah, oh my soul. Sing hallelujah. Hallelujah, oh my soul, sing 
my part right here. You brought me over. Somebody just shout hallelujah.
believe that tonight? Do you believe that tonight? Can we make a declaration tonight? Can we make a declaration tonight? FNK all day. If you are an African American, if you are a person of color, if you are a woman in this land, and you made a decision that you're not going to vote, maybe you're not voting because your issue isn't on the table. Maybe you're not voting because no candidate inspires you. Maybe you're not voting because you don't believe in the nominees. Maybe you're not voting because you think your vote won't matter. Come on. If you are a person of color, if you are a minority, if you are a woman, and you made up in your mind that you're not going to cast a vote, Come I on. came by to tell you that you are doing more damage to the communities of color and minorities in this land than any president, any legislation, and any hate group in America. It's your girl, Jacinth Headlam, actress and author of Love After. And guess what? You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 featuring my girl, Brianna Afosu. Love you, girl. All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Afosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So we've all had the experience of, you know... <laughs> When you're in first grade, when you're in kindergarten, it's so funny. When I um, lived in New Jersey, and I still keep in contact with some of these people now, but um, I had always, like when I went through maybe like first to eighth grade, I had done this thing where I made this list of my best friends in each grade. 
and I noticed that there there was like one or two people who who you know were were constant maybe through like first to fifth grade and then people started to fall off and became more of associates and, and things like that and at the time that didn't seem like a big deal to me that wasn't something that I was just kind of like oh you know obviously something's wrong here um but as you get older you go from having 12 best friends because you know when we're like five six Rachel's my best friend and Lily's my best friend and uh, Monica's my best friend and like we have so many best friends and our birthday parties are all lit because they they are they're all going to come and they're all our very best friends but then as you get to Listen, I'm going to say like 16, 17, and you got like two, it's, uh, you're lucky, right? Because, you know, as you get older, as you um, start to navigate different things within your life, you know, things get real, the hormones happen, and friends are, are, are a scarcity. And, and for some people, I know for myself personally, I don't, I can't say that I have a lot of people that I would consider my best friend um and as I got older that term in itself is is so taboo to me it's not something that I really care to um equate with people I think that you know we use that term and we feel like the 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 quality um as we get older is better than the quantity and then I don't necessarily feel like I have to use the term best friend we have friends who we can speak um uh, about fashion with and then we have friends who you know we're mommies with and we have friends who love God with us and we have friends who um you know work out with us so we have different people for different sectors in our lives when you know whereas when we're younger those people are our be all and end all everywhere um so now you know we we were on facebook and we have instagram and we catch up with you know the different homegirls when we're going to brunch or or when we're doing something for our birthday um and then you break that down to a more intimate inner circle and it reminds you that navigating adult friendships can definitely be complex it's not something that is um linear it's not something that just makes sense it's something that gets more complicated as we get older Um, so friend breakups can be just as if not more devastating as romantic relationships and in an interview um, for bustle Issa Rae revealed that she could totally relate Um, she explained that her relationship riff with Molly on the last season of Insecure was more than just a storyline it was based on reality it's something that I've been through too where you can't control where your life goes I remember one of my most devastating ones was because I didn't know how to handle a divorce that she was going through. I had never experienced a marriage and I didn't know what she needed from me. To her, I might have felt flippant about it because I didn't know how to handle it. Issa said that although she and her former friend who was pursuing a much different life path than she was at the time never actually fell out, she realized quickly that they were growing apart. And for me, I was launching a career and I felt like there was she wasn't there for certain milestones and didn't understand or respect what I was doing and that's not her fault she was a doctor and she knew a very specific path that wasn't as forgiving or as thoughtful about the milestones that I felt like I had accomplished so it was neither one of our faults but it accumulated and we've never been the same since and I think that this is 
This is super important because we find, again, when I am six and seven years old, we both like toys and we both hate gym and we both like the same kind of ice cream and we both like the same color. But then when we're 16 and 17 and I'm trying to figure out, do I want to do journalism versus, um, you know, social work? Do I want to be an actress versus, um, you know, a teacher? Do I want to you know do these things we find that the the people we grew up with we are different and a lot of the times we don't know how to navigate that we're not sure how to make that work that this person that I have held from as my best friend for 12 years we're a little bit different I might be a little bit more outgoing than she is I might like to sit and talk about mental health whereas she's just kind of like listen I'm trying to go turn up at the club and that's not my thing you understand so we you know find that um we, we're a little bit different than the people around us. And if we're not accepting to those differences, then we find that we lose a lot of our relationships. I had a friend who, um, she, I mean, she's been my, one of my best friends since high school. And, you know, one of the things that we had noticed was that she was like starting a family and I was out here. I was, I was modeling, I was writing, I was doing a lot of things that looked different than the life that she was starting. And we didn't know how to navigate that. I became a little bit busier, so I wasn't always available. And and at my fault, sometimes it was just kind of like, listen, I got a lot going on. I got to strike while the iron's hot, so I'm not going to be able to come to this. I'm not going to be able to come to that because, you know, I got stuff going on and you should be happy for me and that's it. Where to her, it's just kind of like, I'm so happy for you. I'm very, very happy for you. But I also would appreciate if you could make time for our friendship in the midst of all of the fantastic things that you have going on. Whereas I'm looking at her where it's like, oh my gosh, you're so good at, you know, cultivating this home lifestyle. I don't want no kids. That's not where I'm trying to be. I don't want to get married. Look at me married and one kid later, life comes at you fast. But, you know, at the time we were on completely different paths. So, you know, there were some awkward times. There were some awkward, you know, stages where it was just kind of like, okay, well, I'm not going to tell her about my fashion show because I just don't feel like she's going to come because she's got, you know, her husband, she's got all this stuff going on where she felt like, okay, well, I'm not going to invite her to this apple picking outing because, you know, she feel like she too good for it or, or what have you. So, you know, I can definitely, um, I can definitely resonate with that. And, and we got to a point now where we understand that we are different people and we understand that we still have a lot of those similarities and that we can function just the same if not better when we understood that um so you know one of the things that she says is nobody respects friendship breakups in the same way as you respect a romantic breakup but they affect your life and you take them for granted and there was something so beautiful about examining the little paper cuts which almost hurt more that was something that we broke down from the beginning examining what happens when it's nobody's fault um so I definitely encourage you if you have a friend who you guys you know fell out one of the things that I think is super important about this is there probably are so many cases and spaces where they don't have to be breakups 
where they it doesn't have to be a situation where we can we just cannot coexist and we can't be friendships anymore i i think that the, it's a it's a thing of realizing that this person is growing and they're not the same person at 25 as they were at 5 and accepting that you know I have different people around me that I have different people who I can continue to make connections with. I have a girlfriend that I can sit up on the phone and pray with. And then I have a girlfriend who I can trade recipes with. It just kind of is what it is. But as long as you are in a space where these are people who will love on you in spite of whatever differences there are, these are friendships that can always last a lifetime. And if you find that... Um, you know, you're in a space where we cannot coexist and, and it just is what it is. I think that things don't always have to end on a sour note. I think that there can always be space for, for love. I think there can always be space for um, supporting one another, even if that doesn't look like what you thought it looked like. So take a look at your friendships that might have dissolved. Take a look at, at things that you know may not have panned out the way that you thought they would and think about whether or not that is salvageable in in a way that is healthy for everybody. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. When we come back, we're going to do some health talk. Um, I have some easy boost um, immune boosting hacks, especially for the flu season, y'all. Listen, COVID is out here. They're going to be trying to, you know, throw the flu, um, the flu shot. I've never gotten a flu shot. I have never gotten a flu shot because I'm all about the vitamin C and the turmeric and some ginger and high alkaline. Listen, I'm just trying to tell y'all, these are things that are important if you're trying to be out here living your best life in the fall. Um, So you're here with me on Faith and Fashion 360. When we come back, I'll give you some um, immune boosting hacks that you definitely want to get into um, for the fall season. Get into some music and we'll be right back.
This is Pinky Tuscadero, and you are listening to WFNKRadio.com. All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So we are in, in almost the middle of October. We know that flu season is among us. This is just a time where because the season's changing, our bodies are doing different things. People are getting sick because they didn't want to wear a coat. Thank God that, you know, I'm a different kind of person. Um, but, you know, we th- we get sick and things happen. Y'all might hear a little congestion now, but I'm going to take care of it. Um, so I'm here to give you 10 quick and easy immune boosting hacks that are going to help you get your life in the fall season. Um, so typically this is the time of year, but we hear the, the word immune system come up all the time. Um, the temperatures are starting to drop. The weather is more inclement, Lord Jesus, um, as it relates to harsh winds, sleet, and the other S word, snow. And it can start to take a toll on our mental health. So flu season, if anybody did not know, runs between October through April. Um, And we want to make sure that we are keeping up our immunity. So that is making sure that all of our white blood cells, our antibodies, the spleen, the thymus, everything that you know, plays a direct role in fighting off germs, bacteria, and anything else that could cause infection are up to par. So number one, up your vitamin C intake. So we know this, the orange juice is is a really good way to go, um, you know, for a lot of us as we are trying to bat down the sugar orange juice is sweet good lord I actually never realized that I think just as I get older I, I don't I don't like the taste of it it's just it's just be too much going on um so something that's pretty obvious obviously is upping our vitamin c so orange juice is is an obvious one um so something that's interesting about this particular vitamin is your body is unable to produce it this means that you need to either take it in supplement form or via your diet it's important that you do not skip out on getting vitamin c into your system because it's an antioxidant that helps to build up your body's defenses manages your blood pressure helps to keep your iron levels balanced and it also helps to increase your white blood cells so that your body is better equipped to fight off infection. How much vitamin C do you need? About 90 milligrams a day. If you feel a cold coming on, you can consume as much as 1,200 milligrams before side effects start to kick in. Um, however, it should go on record that close to overdosing on vitamin C, um, thinking that it will help you doesn't do much good. For one thing, you're just going to pee it out. So it's not a vitamin that really, um, prevents the onset of a cold much as it speeds up the recovery. Um, what foods have vitamin C? Definitely citrus fruits. Also, broccoli, red and green peppers, tomatoes, white and sweet potatoes, berries, and kale and spinach are just some of the ways that you can give your body a healthy dose of vitamin C. Number two, consume whole plant foods. If you want your immune system to remain uncompromised, you definitely need antioxidants. Ones that are able to keep harmful pathogens at bay while also keeping off free radicals, which damage cells and even DNA. Something that's loaded with antioxidants that you need in order to combat both of these health-related issues are whole plant foods. 
They're the kinds of fruits and vegetables that are considered whole because they include very minimal processing. While whole plant eating shouldn't be confused with veganism or vegetarianism, individuals who follow a whole plant diet typically eat less meat in comparison to their produce intake. If you're looking for um, whole uh, whole foods, They're going to be high in fiber and they can also help to remove toxins out of your system while providing your stomach with good bacteria. Um, I am going to post a list, so make sure you guys are following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show, for a list of fruits and veggies that are in season during the fall and winter time that can help you um, boost your immune system. Number three, lay off grain-based food. I don't know about this one. While inflammation is a topic that deserves its own article, the short version is it's a natural defense to an injury or illness. While a short-term amount of inflammation is okay, if your body remains in a high state of alert where inflammation-related chemicals continue to flow throughout your system, that can negatively impact your organs and tissues. And one of the triggers is grain-based food. Um, This means you're not going to like it. Breads, pastas, cereal, tortillas, and even grits. Uh, I'm closing this article right now. Um, I'm not. I'm not a big bread eater. I'm not like a big pasta, but cereal. Lord Jesus, I will have cereal for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack. I mean, you know, when I break a fast, like I love cereal is it um you know one of the things to do is to definitely cut back on those things, and I. I think that this is something that we've been hearing for for so long to cut back on the bread and the pasta. They're just not the best for us. Number four, cook with more garlic. Um, As far as natural remedies to fight off illnesses, um, garlic is at the top of them. This is a plant that's a part of the allium, which is an onion family. Um, And this means that garlic has its fair share of sulfur. This is relevant because sulfur is proven to increase your body's resistance to viruses. Garlic is also high in the kind of antioxidants that reduce the amount of stress that your body produces. It also helps to detoxify heavy metals out of your system, lower your cholesterol levels, and cut the time you're sitting with a cold or flu by as much as 61%. Number five, drink some Echinacea tea. I, again, will post this for anyone who is not familiar. The fall and winter seasons are definitely the time of year when a warm cup of tea, let me tell you, tea has been my friend. Tea has tea and soup? I really do. I feel like I'm turning into my mom because I used to look at tea and soup. I'm like, uh, it's too hot. I can't be bothered. I'm good. What? I have I have a cup of soup a day. For anybody who lives in the Poconos, I'm going to put you on real quick. Wawa has this chicken corn chowder soup. And anytime I can find it, I get the family size. Maybe two buckets of it. They're like, wow, we don't have any more. I'm like, can you please go find some? It's amazing. And it, I just, I don't, I, I can't speak enough good things. And tea is just the same. There's just so many different flavors. You have black tea, you got peppermint, you have lemon ginger, which I mean, it's going to be a couple of things here on this list. Um, but they're talking about a special tea right now. Um, and if you're trying to figure out which one you should add to your collection, um, Echinacea tea is actually the kind of tea that's popular for both preventing and shortening the lifespan of 
of a common cold. Plus, it's something that can help to increase the production of your white blood cells so that you are able to ward off infections before they set into your system. Just keep in mind that if you're someone who has an allergic reaction to any flower in the daisy family, you might want to pass. Number six, take some krill oil. If you're not familiar with what krill oil is, it's basically an oil that comes from animals like lobsters, crabs, and krill. So this would not work for me because I have a bad shellfish allergy, but it's an oil that is gaining traction and popularity because it's loaded with omega-3 fatty acids. In fact, it has a reputation for being more effective than fish oil. The reason why it's a great way to boost your immunity is because krill oil fights bodily inflammation, which again can lead to illness. As a bonus, krill oil is known to relieve PMS systems, come on ladies, and soothe aching joints as well. If this is something that you'd be interested in, I'm going to post um, a list of the best brands that are currently on market. You can also keep some clove oil number seven on tap as well. If you've got a toothache, this is something that I've actually used before. Um, So krill oil, I mean clove oil, contains very potent antibacterial, antiviral, antimicrobial, and antifungal properties, and it's hailed as being an ultimate natural antiseptic. Hmm, nice. Whether you opt out to put a couple of drops of the oil into your favorite tea to relieve nausea, mix it with a carrier oil like coconut or grapeseed, put it on a cotton ball and rub it on your forehead to open up blood vessels and bring headache relief. You can rub it on your chest to break up congestion, or you can cook with cloves to boost your immune system. Cloves can bring immediate relief to cold-related symptoms in a fast way um, that few other natural remedies do. Number eight, walk outdoors. Before I even read this, one of the things that... um. I actually like to do. I'm not a big fan of working out uh, working out outside. I actually enjoy working out outdoors in the fall and winter. Number one, because I have asthma and I think it just kind of helps like kind of open up the lungs and things like that. I don't have to worry about the bugs and the heat and too much of the sweat. Um, but as it gets colder outside, sometimes, you know, what we tend to do is spend less time outdoors when in actuality, that's when we should be outside more. Um, just because the temperature may be lower doesn't make the sun any less effective. And vitamin D is something that we're able to get directly from the sunlight. The more vitamin D you have in your system, the better the better you'll be at fighting off viral infections, including the flu and even COVID. Um, it's uh, listen, the natural light is fantastic, and then what I find is that I have the natural light, but I don't have all of the heat of the summer, so it's like double double. Um, so the natural light, yes, can get into your house, um, but it is important to get that natural vitamin D from the sun while we have that option. Um, number nine, reduce your stress levels. If you want to make sure that you don't get sick in the upcoming months, you definitely need to do all that you can to prevent your stress levels from increasing. The reason why is because stress has the ability to literally suppress your immunity, which makes you more vulnerable to falling ill. Let me tell you, stress stress can do a lot of things. 
Um, so make sure that you're getting no less than six to eight hours of sleep, that you exercise at least two to three times a week, that you set healthy boundaries in your relationships, and that you drink lots of water. And finally, chill out and relax. If you do these things regularly, it can help you to stay cold and flu-free and strengthen your immunity. So I expect that all of us will not be sick. I decree and declare that we are going to be of fantastic health this flu season. We are going to do things that are um, fantastic for our health, for fantastic to our immune system. And we are going to make it through the month of April. And we, we ain't even going to need no flu shot. How about that? Um, when we come back, I am going to be going through some habits that are wasting your time. So I was actually, I was talking to my sister yesterday and we were just kind of talking about how, um, you know, COVID and the pandemic, us being inside and quarantine has really been a godsend for a lot of us because it is forcing us to get to a place where we are um, creative, where we are going back to those ideas, visions, and dreams that we had. You guys know I had my sister Tamara Williams on here um, about a month ago when we were, we were talking about that. And, um, you know, for some of us, we find that either we had that really good peak of motivation or we feel really down and we feel like we cannot do it. And I think that this list coming up is for those of us who find that we lack motivation. Some of those days we feel like, okay, I don't have anything to do anyway, so I'm not going to get out of bed. I'm not going to bother. But I think that this list is definitely going to be helpful for anybody who just needs a little bit of that push. You have the idea. You have the plan. God spoke to you and told you that this is exactly what you need to be doing. But you just need a little you just need a little bit of help, you know, bringing some sunshine onto that vision and plan. So when we come back, I have some habits that are wasting your time and how you can go ahead and get rid of them. So we're here at Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back. Hey, this is Pastor Bill, and you're listening to WFNK Radio, Northeast Pennsylvania's premium urban radio station. Hello, this is DJ Rome. And I'm Miss D. We are the co-host of the Open House Radio Show, where all good music is welcome. And house music is always at home. We would love you to join us every Saturday from 12 o'clock to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's right, where you'll hear everything from classics to disco, Latin to reggae. And, of course, house music. Catch us using the TuneIn app, download it from your mobile app store, and listen in on WFNK all day and WWRN.DB1620 on your AM dial. It's a simulcast, y'all. That's right. And you can hit us up on Facebook at the Open House Radio Show featuring DJ Rome and Ms. D. The doors are always open and we'll see you at the Open House. All right, all right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So we've all heard the the um, the quote, you know, we all have the same 24 hours in our day. It's Beyonce. Um, but 
How do we use our time to be effective? How do we use our time to be purposeful? And how do we use our time to accomplish what we need to accomplish? As well as how do we um, not be slaves to time and, and feel like we need to do something by today? We need to do something by the age of 30. We need to do something that our friend did on Instagram. Um, and we need to force ourselves into mediocre things because we have not taken the time to um, love up on our ideas and make sure that they are done in excellence. So I'm giving you some time wasters and how we can stop wasting our own time. (laughs) We are reclaiming our time. So time waster number one, not making daily to-do lists and following them. If you're someone who doesn't create to-do lists because in your mind, um, that's what very type A people do, um, make sure that you know for sure that this is something that's not going to work with you um, because I, for one, can say that it makes my life a lot easier. To-do lists are proven to help us stay focused, keep us organized, prioritize our tasks, and make the most of our time. To-do lists should definitely be uh, categorized. So I think that a lot of us look at to-do lists as like, oh my gosh, I have all these 10 things to do today. And we feel like, okay, I have to go and do those 10 things. One of the things that I learned when I was in elementary school, or it might have been high school, I don't know. Um, But one of the things that I learned is that when you have tasks, what you should do are categorize them into things that I need to get done today. Like I must absolutely make sure that I get this oil changed today because my car is making this funny sound, right? So that's number one at the top of the to-do list. Um, And then you go down the list and you prioritize it of things that can probably be pushed off before the weekend. So I know that I need to rearrange my closet. That definitely needs to happen, especially as we're going into, you know, from spring into fall, trying to pull out the sweaters, put the flip-flops away and things like that. But that's something that I probably could get around and it could possibly wait until the weekend. Um, So if you do, you know, the hardest thing or the thing that you like the least first, everything else will be a breeze. Or if you do the things that you prioritize first, you won't feel so stressed that, okay, I have these 10 things to do. How am I going to get them all done on Monday? So I think that that's a lot of the times where people fail or mess up a little bit when they're talking about to-do lists because you look at it and you look at it as such this cumbersome thing. Like I have these 12 things to do. Um, And one thing that has worked for me, first of all, is thanking God that I even have all this stuff to do. Um, I thank God for the job and I thank God for all of the clothes that I need to prioritize and I thank God for all of these shoes and I thank God for all of the 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 blessings that he's brought me in order to have these opportunities in my life. Um, but I also think of it as, okay, that's just a couple of things that I need to do that's going to make me more productive, that's going to make me um, more organized and a lot of that stuff It's just a one and done and it's just a good investment to make sure that in two weeks, you don't have to do it again. Um, so to-do lists are are definitely um, something that I recommend for sure. Um, 
eating fast food during your lunch break or eating fast food at all. I know y'all, again, y'all not going to like it. Um, not only is bringing your own lunch or making your own lunch healthier and cheaper, it can also save you quite a bit of time. If your lunch break is an hour or if you have an hour or if you've set out an hour to eat or just kind of give yourself a break from your to-do list, um, just leaving your office or getting in your car or, you know, is going to take at least 15 minutes. Then depending on the time that you go, the traffic, the crowds, the line, you'll barely have time to eat. Why not enjoy most of your lunch hour by having your meal in tow and then eating it in the break room or just having the luxury of it being healthier, making you feel a little bit better. One of the things that I definitely have found is that typically just when I eat super processed foods, I don't feel good afterwards. I don't feel fulfilled afterwards. I don't feel like, okay, now I can attack my day. I feel like, let me go get this nap and let's see how we're going to get the rest of this stuff done. <laughs> um, so that is definitely something that, you know, we, we want to think about. There are so many really good um, subscription boxes that help us make our meals um, a lot cheaper and a lot faster. My husband and I dabbled in HelloFresh for a couple of months, and it was fantastic. Number one, we enjoyed it because it helped us just kind of expand our palate on the things that we eat. Like, just some of that stuff, I probably always walk past in the grocery store like I'm not a big fan of like cut zucchini I'll make I'll make like the spaghetti stuff out of it but the way that I eat the food or the way that I season it and stuff like that you know they definitely helped us to open up our palate to the things that we eat and the things that we expose ourselves to um so HelloFresh is a really good one blue blue bunny blue bunny or blue bonnet I believe it's called and they all have really good um, you know, coupon codes for people just starting out. And they're very, very helpful. I mean, they send you, I know with HelloFresh, I had done this video on my YouTube channel. I probably will post it. Um, make sure you guys are following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show, and I'll repost that video. But I went through a HelloFresh box that I had received and it gave me literally everything. If you needed one clove of garlic for said recipe, they sent you a clove of garlic. Like that was it. Um, and you had, you know, literally everything that you would need. And a lot of the times, even they say that for the recipes, this will get you through just the day. But for me and my husband, it's just the two of us. So we would find that we made the recipe and there were leftovers the next day. So we didn't have to think about it. Like we didn't have to think about, okay, what's for breakfast? What's for lunch? What's for dinner? Um, we already knew exactly what we were going to be doing so in that way I definitely feel like it makes it easier you don't have to worry about the hustle and bustle of you know let me rush here I gotta fight with the line and then you you feel really good afterwards because a lot of the recipes were you know, there, there were veggies, like they were hitting all of the good food groups the way that they needed to as well. Um, another time waster, and we know this, we know this, I'm just here as a reminder, literally living on Lyme. Um, a couple of years back, a survey actually revealed that people spend at least five hours a week on their cell phone doing things that are not work related. That ultimately costs businesses $15 billion a year. Um, if you consider um, how much we might be living online and how much screen time we're doing that can really do a number, not only on your productivity, but on your health 
overall. Um, you know, a lot of us, I try to adopt a no cell phone rule at, at a certain hour of the day. I think, you know, we just have been, we're married to our phones now because they can do so much. Like I can, I can check the weather. I can check my temperature. I can get a recipe. I can, you know, figure out what I'm going to wear tomorrow. I can find, you know, really good hacks for organization in my home. Like you can do everything on your phone. Um, but I think it's important for us to put those down for a second, appreciate the people that we have around us and make sure that we are um, enjoying what's going on around us and not just being on social media sites, reading gossip blogs, surfing the web. And, you know, I think that once we do that, we'd be really surprised at how much we can get done. When I literally, I have now... Because I'm in the house all the time anyway, right? So I put my phone down and I go about my business and I do what I'm doing. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, let me go check my phone. And there might be a lot there and I might get to it and I might not. But I I was able to sweep the floor and I was able to do a couple loads of laundry. And I was able to, you know, bring the sweaters up to the front of the closet and, you know, I'll come back tomorrow for the rest of it. But, you know, we can get so much done when we take those five hours that I probably was going to spend on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I mean, there's so many of them. So that is that that's definitely important. And I encourage you to, you know, put your down your, your phone down for a little bit today. Um, another time waster remaining in counterproductive relationships. I talk about relationships a lot. This is not just romantic. This is also platonic. Um, but <clears throat> It's important, again, as we go through a season, things are dying, there are leaves falling off the trees, we have to figure out what relationships are counterproductive to the things that we are doing. Your time, your energy, your resources, your feelings um, that are far too precious and valuable to just be placing into whomever and whatever, whether that's professional, whether that is personal, um, if we waste our time with things that are not going to build our business, that are not going to push us forward in the careers that we have, that are not going to help us meet our goals, whether that is weight loss, whether that is productivity, whether that is whatever you want to do. If you feel like you are, you know, around people who are not helping with that, don't continue to waste your time. It is just as simple as that. And one of the last time wasters being indecisive. Um, Two things that worrying does um, that results in wasting time are overthinking and indecisiveness. When you don't make decisions, you end up being stagnant. Stagnation is a form of being stuck and whoever benefits from that. So why do so many of us find ourselves in this kind of trap? Um, Sometimes we'd rather allow things to happen to us via our stagnation rather than taking the risk of stepping out. So we're afraid, we're fearful. So we're just kind of like, okay, I'm just going to see what happens or God have your way. Um, and, you know, we, we do ourselves a disservice because number one, he already set it up in a line and he's just waiting for you to make a decision. He's waiting for you to step out and he's waiting for you to make some real and sometimes hard choices. Um, 
that, you know, ultimately are going to shift the atmosphere around you. Um, And sometimes it's like we'd rather take the cowardly approach to our own lives. Um, But if you're that intimidated by what could be that you never develop the courage to take risks, try new things or step out on faith, how can you learn more about yourself and what you want and how can you really grow? Um, And I find this, you know, again, with with a lot of things, I, you know, I'm going to ask everyone for their opinion. I'm never going to quite listen to um, what, what God is telling me that I need to do because what he told me to do is super scary or I'm never going to take that advice or I'm never going to go to therapy or I'm never going to really um, look myself in the face because I am afraid of what it's going to be on the other side of that. I know greatness is on the other side of that. I know that the greatness is going to be hard work, um, but I am not sure if I'm quite ready for it yet. So that might have just been a transparent moment that a lot of us may not have wanted to hear, but it is... um, it is definitely something that that we definitely need to um, look inward, look inward and and figure out how come these things have been so difficult. So there were a couple of other things on this list, but I will repost this article about the top 10 time wasters. And um, let me tell you, if this was not just a pill for me to swallow, I don't know what else. So when we come back, we're going to be getting into our moving mountain segment. Um, Colin Kaepernick landed a Snapchat docu-series about his protests against racial inequality. Serena Williams says she's underpaid, undervalued as a black female. And she says, I like who I am and how I look. So I'm going to be talking about those things. Um, and we are going to get into some music here at Faith and Fashion 360. And when we come back. I'm going to motivate you all. So get into some music and we'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Jazzy and you're tuned in to WFNK Radio. Next is Sunday Night Mix Show, then Sunday Soul Food, and don't forget Late Night Journey. Y'all know the mantra. From a cat to the full of ivory and gold Not forgetting all the dimes of silver that you stole Yeah, my words should offend you Why should we roll, roll, roll a boat Gently down the stream when they try to dim a dream We try to impact knowledge, trying to improve flight They take that and get mad when we try to fight We don't care if you're black or if you're white If the shoe fits, lace them up and get the stepping right would it be better if we close our eyes to the hatred Or the wolves in sheep clothing that pretend to be caring Or the Instagram saints, or the Facebook believers that come with sweet words and for us and believers White lives matter, black lives matter, blue lives matter, all lives matter But they're rioting like their lives don't matter So right now I'ma be selfish cause my life matters So I ain't gonna act in a way that will end me six feet Or say something that inspires hatred if it's sin for us to think of ways to unify and solidify None of us are fit to cast the stones So let's act right This letter light of mine Yeah, I'm a letter shine This letter light of ours Together we're gonna shine the sun This letter light of mine Yeah, I'm a letter shine This letter light of mine So together we say Hallelujah, Amen Hallelujah, Amen Hallelujah, Amen Hallelujah So together we say Hallelujah Amen. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah. 
it so many times we find the truth fishing. And when they're trying to show us love, we just say you miss me. With all of that though, the viewers is kids, so the thing that's is play don't look them dead in the eye and tell them where you're here to play though. They say follow your dreams, but ain't no love for a dreamer though. How you gonna achieve it? Goes me stay in a coma, bro. When they're trying to take your life and trying to leave you comatose. When they're trying to leave you ghost, when they're trying to leave you ghost, there's fire on the mountain. <laughs> And nobody seems to be on the run It's all burning down and everybody's just having fun It's all burning down and everybody's just having fun But for me you say, this little light of mine Yeah, I'ma let it shine This little light of ours, together we can shine the sun This little light of mine Yeah, I'ma let it shine This little light of mine So together we say hallelujah, amen Hallelujah, amen Hallelujah, amen We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So Colin Kaepernick is still unemployed by the NFL, but social media app Snapchat has found him worthy to be the focus of the third season of Snap Originals under the complex media series Versus the World. Season three of Versus the World will follow Colin Kaepernick's journey as an NFL quarterback to being shut out of the league after he took a knee for racial inequality and police brutality. The first season of the series featured Takashi 69 and his jail journey and his case against the Nine Trey Bloods gang in New York City. Another season was on MMA fighter Conor McGregor and the road to his fight against Floyd Mayweather. Um... The Snapchat platform, which produces nearly 4 billion snaps daily, has also released 100 original shows on the app. Snap's original content chief, Sean Mills, said, We get a pulse on what issues our audience cares about and also what talent and what voices resonate with them. The app has also brought on some of your favorite artists for new Snap originals, including Sway Lee and Jaden Smith. This isn't the only docuseries Colin Kaepernick will be the subject of. Um, It was also reported that he's working with Ava DuVernay on a Netflix docuseries about his teenage years. Um, so that is going to be coming up on Snapchat. Um, I definitely, again, I, let me tell you, I know that there is going to be something so blessed and and I, I get emotional when I think about it because he has definitely suffered for what he believes in and what he knows is right. And there has been, let me tell you, there has been a long game to it. Like we have seen him suffer. We have seen things be stripped away from him because he was not afraid to speak truth to power as Gabrielle Union um, spoke about and Marie Claire. And I really just, I'm rooting for him because I know that God is getting ready to do something fantastic in his life. Again, from the outside looking in, it may not be what we deem to be fantastic. It may not be what we deem to be big, and it may not be um, 
you know, NFL status, but I know that God is going to do something fantastic because he was not afraid to step out and step against what was popular and what was powerful. Um, in other news, Serena Williams says she's underpaid and undervalued as a black female tennis star. Serena Williams has clearly made a name for herself in the world of tennis and beyond, but when she opened up about being a black woman in the sport, she said she feels she's underpaid and undervalued compared to her male counterparts. Um, Still, she added that she wouldn't want it any other way. I've never been a person that has been like, I want to be a different color or I want my skin tone to be lighter. I like who I am. I like how I look and I love representing the beauty beautiful dark women out there. For me, it's perfect. I wouldn't want it any other way. Um, She added, we see things that have been hidden for years, the things that we as people have to go through. Um, She talks about the Black Lives Matter protests, and she says this has been happening for years. People just couldn't pull out their phones and video it before. The end of May, I had so many people who were white writing to me saying, I'm sorry for everything you've had to go through. I think for a minute they started, not to understand because I don't think you can understand, but they started to see. I was like, well, you didn't see any of this before. I've been talking about this my whole career. It's been one thing after another. Serena, who also says that tennis is a small play in the whole scheme of things, opened up about her new investment firm as well. She says, I launched Serena Ventures with the mission of giving opportunities to founders across an array of industry. She continued and said she plans to help women of color to have a voice in becoming future CEOs. In the society, women are not taught or expected to be that future leader or future CEO. The narrative has to change and may Maybe it doesn't get better in time for me, but someone in my position can show women and people of color that we have a voice because Lord knows I use mine. I love sticking up for people and supporting women, being that voice that millions of people do not have. And I think that that is, again, super important. We have seen Serena Williams be the butt of jokes. We have seen her, um, you know, just kind of go through unfortunately the everyday experience for black women when you stand up for yourself you are angry you are you know someone who has an attitude you are not professional um when people continue to gaslight you when people continue to um downplay your achievements and downplay um who you are and and what fantastic things they know you are capable of that they may not be capable of and we see her go through that every day in a male-dominated um industry and she continues Continues to rise above and be at the top, but for her, she still experiences every day those inequalities. And you may continue to experience those inequalities, but just know that you know that uphill battle and that fight is not in vain, and that is not something that you should stop doing because it is hard. Because somebody else needs to see that ministry, and somebody else needs to see that they can also do fantastic things. So I pray that you guys have enjoyed the show here at Faith and Fashion 360. I pray that you continue to do fantastic things at the last quarter of the year. You can do it whether you have felt like, okay, I need to stop. This is not working for me. This is not something that, um, you know, behooves me anymore. This is too hard, God. Um, I think that, you know, this is the perfect time. Now is the time 
if not more than it was a couple months ago. Your visions, your plans, your dreams, he has placed those in you and especially you, despite what your mom said, despite what your parents say, despite the funds not being where you want them to be. This is your ministry. This is your calling. Whatever that is, he's placed on your heart. Don't be discouraged and make sure that you do your best and you give your best and you literally everything that you have in you, you give it from Monday to Saturday until you see me again on Sunday. So make sure you're following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show on Facebook, as well as Faith and Fashion 360 on Instagram. Make sure you get into some more music before the rest of our Sunday night lineup. And I will see you guys next Sunday, same time, same place. Happy Sunday and good night.
important. This country will make one of the most important. The most important. The most important decisions in its history. You have a chance. You have an obligation. To be a part of that decision. You might think it's not important. You might think you're not important. Register. 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 Vote. We can save the day. For our children. For our communities. For our communities. For our communities. For America. For America. For America. All it takes is all of us. All of us. All of us. If you don't know how or where to register, go to save the day.